Hello, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 269 for patch 6.1. Our topic for this episode is all the things for the alts. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root, I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here on episode number 269 of HearthCast, we examine the future of account-wide things and how it affects us. Hey, Blizz, we want to know how to integrate our alts into our garrisons. And you know what? We're going to cuddle up for a round of HearthCast AoE. So hey there, Freckle Face. Hey, Roots. How are you doing tonight? Awesome. How was your week this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, I didn't do any of the stuff I thought I would do. Okay. I didn't do my LFRs. No LFRs? No, I didn't do the other part of the show that's very crucial. The other part of the show? Yeah. The other thing I was supposed to do for the show that I didn't do. We'll talk about that later. <gasps> oh, but I have a feeling I know what that is. You know what I did do? What did you do? start working on a level three fishing shack. Oh. Yeah. You just, I don't know, hate yourself or <laughs> what's going on, Freck? Okay. It's, it's like a three-step process, right? You get a level three fishing shack, and then you get friends of Nat Pagel, and then you're able to use this pet called a land shark. Okay. Okay, but the first part of that is like fishing up a hundred of each different type of one. Yeah, My but see, goodness. yeah, enormous ones. But if you find the pools, it's not that bad. What if you and you have to fish them up? You can't just go buy them on the auction no, house, we right? Have to fish them up. Yeah. 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 Wow, they got you there. Now the cool thing is, as long as you don't gut them. You can save the fish for your fishing dailies that come around later. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you can cook, cook them or gut them or fish them yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because you have to yeah. gut them to get the eggs usually for the quest. And as long as you don't gut them, then you have the fish on hand when you, the next day you get the fishing quest come up. So, ah, I just, more power to you. That's all, I can't <laughs> see myself doing that one. Well, it puts me to sleep. So, yeah, a couple it, restless nights, I'm like, ah, let's fish for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before and I was a little stressed out. I'd be like, I'm going to go fish. Yeah. Yeah. And Mrs. Root's like, I thought you said you are going to go fish. I'm like, I am in the game. Yeah. Well, there's not really places to fish here. Plenty of places in to Orlando? fish. In Orlando? Where yeah. are you fishing at? Any kind of lake. I can fish down a lake by my house. What are you going to fish up? Fish? You can't even see the water. Yeah, you can. You can't see through it. No. It's not clear. No. Still fishing there. Eh. I don't keep them. What if I go fish at Lake Yola? Ew. I don't think you can fish there. I think there's an ordinance against that. Yeah, probably. Well, what about you? How's your week been? Well, you know, I picked up a nice ring from a Hyamal mission that my followers did. Ooh. Which is really nice. And then I noticed for some reason my ring had spirit on it that I had. I don't know where that thing It had a what on it? Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. The ring you had on had spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like such. It was like minuscule though, so I'm thinking it probably just was better than what I had. So it's just a yeah, minuscule amount. So, but anyhow, I did get uh, my four LFRs done in a single setting. Wow, that's impressive. Um, I had a I had a, a, a an advantage. What was that? Well, as as a lot of the, my Twitter followers know, I uh, suffered a knee injury this week. 
Yeah. Sorry uh, to hear about that. Yeah, me too. And uh, that did land me um, with medication, <laughs> pain medicine. <laughs> Four LFR is simple to do when you're medicated. All right. Yeah, you just don't <laughs> care. You're like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just here. Were you at least attacking the right bosses? Oh, yeah. I was okay. like top of the DPS okay. territory. It was cool. I actually had a really good conversation with one of the guys in one of the LFRs. We were on uh, Gruel. Gruel. And, uh, he you was, have his shirt. I do have his shirt mm. from, from the D20. Well, actually, it's from Asmus Robot, produced through the D20 Crit Network. Um, but this dude was, like, hanging out away from everybody. And in, in that fight, you kind of stack, so you, you share the damage. And so I kind of, I waited until after the fight, because the guy was doing a decent amount of damage. I didn't want to bother him. He was a hunter, by the way. And so after the fight, I was like, hey, you know, not that it's a big deal, because I understand it's LFR, but the reason we all gather is, you know, to share the damage reduction, whatever, you know, spread the damage around. And he said, yeah, yeah, I, I know. He says, but, you know, I'm having a problem with my video card, and I didn't want to get in there, and I did, if I got one of those debuffs, I didn't want to hurt anybody else in case. I was like, okay, well, that's cool. And we actually had a really good conversation. Like, we continued the whole conversation throughout the rest of the LFR. And even though he and I were having, like, massive conversations, which, is, which you know, I don't chat when I play. I play. Yes, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there to play, not to chat. But he and I, we chatted. And both of us still, both of us topping the DPS charts while we're chatting to each other. <laughs> we're like, so what about this? Oh, look at it. And we we're talking about different things. And it was just, it was kind of bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So did you make a new friend? Yeah. I, I friended him. I can't remember his name right now, but I did, you know, add him to my friends list. Awesome. Then on the uh, polar opposite of that, did another LFR. And there's a guy who was doing absolutely nothing, just standing there. And so... I like you know first I did like a vote to kick but then like you get you can't just vote to kick right because it's no, so, so, you, like, can't. you have to do a social like hey everybody kick this guy well it has to be like nominated yeah, and goes through approval process and then you have to vote and then there's a, a there's appeals <laughs> and <laughs> yes. well this guy was doing absolutely nothing so I talked to him I was like hey can you at least try he was a warrior DPS warrior right. I'm like can you at least try and I got this. Probably the lamest excuse I've ever gotten in an LFR, which was, I'm not on my main computer and this one really lags out. Which is an excuse because, no, nobody lags that bad. You know, he's able to walk around and follow everybody just fine mm-hmm. and stand in a corner just fine. So you're able to do it. I'm like, look, at least dance and make it entertaining. <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned to people like, we should kick this guy. He's doing absolutely nothing. And I understand it's LFR. I understand that. I get that. But when you're doing absolutely nothing and not even trying, you don't even belong in LFR. No, you don't. Yeah, it's interesting, LFR. Like, it's actually pretty hard to kick somebody. Yeah. Unless they're the tank or a healer. And then in that case, they do one thing wrong and everyone's. Everybody wants him out, right? But a DPS, he can get away with pretty much doing anything or not doing anything. Well, we made it all the way to Iron Maidens, and we wiped. Oh. And then they kicked him. So. <laughs> oh, and then on a, on another uh, fight prior, and I think it, it might have been that same. Anyhow, it was one of the ones they kind of blend all together because you know at LFRs you kind of start off all the same way pretty much. Right. So on one of them, I somehow. Oh, I remember what it was. I died downstairs or something, and I rezzed and was coming back in because we died on trash because I didn't even know what hit me. I'm coming back in, and the guy in front of me aggroed the big giant dude and runs around in the front. We're headed towards the elevator. I'm like, don't, no, stop. Oh. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe I can make it to the elevator before this guy sees me. No. 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 
He killed me. Oh. On the elevator. And they had already gone into uh, the the boss down at the bottom of the elevator. Uh, there's two the dudes down there with the chick with the tigers and the kitties and everything. So I can't release spirit. I can't release, you know, I'm there. And your corpse is just going up and down. Up and down <laughs> the elevator. And I'm like, you know what? This stinks. So I decided to leave the the LFR. And I'm like, I'll just, you know, I'll just rejoin another one. I ended up in the same one. How long of a wait in between? 30 seconds because I killed the boss. <laughs> but I think it was a quicker, you know, because I ended up with them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're the same people. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> What's up? So that was kind of cool. It was a weird thing, but it was it was interesting. I played a fantastic game of Hearthstone this morning, probably like 3 a.m. Because <laughs> I was awake for some unknown reason. Yeah. But I played with that deck that you built for me. Oh, good. Uh, which was kind of cool. It's like, it's like a mage deck. It is. Yeah. Because, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know what else to call <laughs> it. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I think I had as much fun as a guy I played against because they're all new cards for me, too. I'm like, oh, look at that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> so you didn't win? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought you were led with that. No, I oh, won. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, definitely. We just played one game? Yeah, because okay. then I tried to get back to bed after that. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it played very much to my style, how I like to play the game. So those okay. cards were very good for me. And uh, yeah, just I was playing against a shaman. And just every time he tried to set stuff up, I'm like, no, no, I'm taking those apart. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but, you know, with my knee, there wasn't a whole lot of time the rest of the week to do anything because I've been kind of, you know, focusing on my knee. Yeah, plus Earl. Yeah, good old Earl. We were, ha- we were talking about that earlier, weren't we, how we had this whole episode yeah. about Earl, and then it comes and kicks us both. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Although Friday night, we had a good time. The uh, the Wow Meetup Group went out to Howl at the Moon, uh, for my forty fourth birthday celebration. To Howl at the Moon like organs. Yeah, we did the organ party. Yeah, that we was, did. That was fun. Howled at the Moon. I don't think anybody really howled while we were there though. Mm. Don't think Depends so. Depends on how you classify my singing. And for the <laughs> that's true. <laughs> for those who have never been to Howl at the Moon, it's basically a dueling piano bar. So they have two baby grand pianos up on the stage, as well as like drums and guitars and other things. But primarily the two baby grand pianos, and uh, then they play a bunch of songs, and people request songs, and people get up and have a good time. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's a good time had by all. We ended up at uh, IHOP. Was it IHOP? Yeah, it was IHOP. Yeah, we end up at IHOP. You never plan to go to IHOP. You just end up at IHOP. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Miss Dell was our server. She was sassy. Yeah, uh, you know what? I think she dealt with our group very well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun time. I think she. Then she threatened to, like, your grandma was going to spank me or something. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> scared me. I know that much. I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'm fine. I'll, I'll take my coffee just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been our week uh, this week. Freck, what is going on in game this week? Blizzard just launched a new contest where you take selfies. Is a scavenger hunt, actually. So all we need to do is find the location that they show in an image that's featured on the site, take a screenshot of your character, and submit it to be entered to win loot. So every week they're giving away Blizzard gear, Battle.net codes, and an iPhone 6. And the grand prize is... A trip to BlizzCon for two. Sweet. 
a complete trip. So, so does that include hotel? If airfare? it says complete, that's the whole nine yards. I hope so. I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. You say complete trip. It's complete. Yeah. I better be eating dinner with Chris Metzen. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I want. That's complete. Mm-hmm. That's how I define complete. <laughs> that is really cool. And it's just for taking selfies, which could mean that there's not a lot of people taking selfies. And they're trying to, you know, get some more. Well, and a little bit of detective work to figure out where the picture is. Yeah, that's always fun. But that'll be posted up, you know, as soon as one one person figures it out, everybody will know. And that's what I was thinking. As soon as somebody figures out where it is, you're going to post the coordinates on Wowhead and everybody's going to rush over there. I will totally be trolling trade chat and putting different coordinates up. Why not? Yeah, do it. But the thing about it is it's just not the place. You have to replicate the picture that was taken. Right, right. We'll see. That is going to be fun. Hey, also, the Twisted Nether. They're coming up on their seventh year anniversary. They are a World of Warcraft podcast. They're here in Orlando as well. You can check them out over on www.twistednether.net. Yeah, they're recording a special anniversary episode that's going to be Friday, May 29th. They're going to start recording at 8 p.m. Pacific and if you want to watch that live show, it's over at twitch.tv slash twisted nether blogcast. Awesome. And congratulations to Filmus and the rest of the crew over there at Twisted Nether. Freck, before we move on, we do have some business to take care of. We have a bet or a challenge, if you want to call it. The current bet is the Drake of the Southwind from the Throne of the Four Winds. Last week, we had a total of $45 in our kitty. Freckleface, I have my dollar. I have my dollar. We are auto-debiting Kevin from the Dark Moon Herald for $1, which brings our total to $48. Freckleface. Did you have a chance to take your characters through the throne of the four winds this week. I think I technically had a chance, but I didn't. So, goose egg on that one for you. Yeah. Alright. So, Root. Yes, Freckle Face. Did you run Throne of the Four Winds this week? I ran it twice. Oh. Did either time did the mount drop for you? Not at all. Oh. Neither of the times. Neither of the times. We have a special message from Kevin. Hey, Root and Freckleface. Just wanted to let you know that this week when I ran down to Uldum, I only had to go into the Vortex Pinnacle once, so I have caught up with Root in that I have the Drake of the North Wind. I then took my four tunes into the throne of the four winds. My first tune, no drops. Second tune, no drops. Third tune, no drops. Fourth tune, Freck, you called it. The mount always drops on your last run. That's right. I now have three drakes of the wind. I'm only missing the drake of the east now. Thank you so much for including me on this competition, but I am kind of really happy to say no more Oldham for this guy. 
Oh, awesome. There you go. Yeah. He wins Kevin for the Dark Moon Herald. 48 bucks. He wins the kitty. I can't believe he got both mounts one week. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. I think it might have been like one night. I think he like left one and went to the yeah, other. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what everybody says, Do You get one, go. See if your luck's going to run uh, with you over there. So that's awesome. Yeah. So 48 bucks out of the kitty. I don't know if we can direct deposit this to Kevin's. <laughs> I think we're set to play, pay him at BlizzCon. We'll figure something out. Figure something out there for him. Congratulations yeah. to Kevin from the Darkman Herald. And Freck, I think we're going to take a couple weeks off and decide what we're going to do next on this uh, mountain run yeah. challenge. Might revamp it a little bit in the meantime. Yeah, see what worked, what didn't work, and uh, where we're going to go next. Look at some odds. This was a fun run, though. Absolutely. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, Kevin, congratulations, and uh, I'm a little bit jealous. But hey, Freck, we have some email. This email is from Gefriar Punked over on Dentarg. And he has some suggestions for people who are hitting 90, either by leveling or by boosting. And he's gone through this a couple times and wanted to share this experience. So first he says, if you're going to boost a tune, think about if you're going to swap servers. Because there is a seven-day cooldown after you boost where you can't switch servers. I did not know that existed. That's good to know. I didn't either. Also, you want to think about, are you going to boost from 60 to get the additional bonuses to professions? Or are you going to boost from level 1 to save your time from leveling from 1 to 60? That's a good question to, to kind of weigh out because there is a catch-up mechanism now for professions. But if you level to 60, which is kind of fast, and then jump up, you get your professions maxed out to mop max. Yeah. So, something to think about. That's cool. He comes back, he says, I just hit 90, and he asks us what our thoughts are about a plan that he has. He says, if you're interested in getting some scenarios and achievements done before you out-level it, turn off your experience. Then go ahead and run until you get your garrison all opened up. You'll get some passive XP, and you'll get some gold for doing all that. Then he says, go on back to the Blasted Lands and do the quest there before the portal opens to Draenor. Why? Well, because there are three eye level 515 items, a neck, a ring, and a cloak that drop, and also a 520 trinket, and the iron starlet pet drops. And, of course, you do have the chance to find the bronze whelpling in a time-locked box. Yeah, that was interesting because they had talked a lot about that iron starlet not being... Available once Warlords launched. Um, so I was a little bit confused about hearing this, but I went back to Wowhead and confirmed it. And yeah, they definitely, it's still around. You can still get it. So Very cool. Yeah. And as far as your bags, you suggest going and running Zulaman and to do the three quests in the starting area there. And that you'll pick up a 24 slot bag. Yeah, it should be pretty easy. I mean, that's Cataclysm level stuff. And there in the Northern Barrens, if you grind out mobs until you uh, get the Corcoran Supply Satchel, that drops. I think that's a 22 or 24 slot bag there as well. And also, you can get Gazruki Summoning Stone. Uh, it's another pet. I think you've gotten me that guy. Yeah. And, of course, you head on over to Anixia's Lair. You can get the enlarged Anixia's Hide Backpack, which is a 22 slot bag. 
So if you boost, it'll give you some larger bags because I think they give you 20 slot bags when you first boost over or boost up, I guess, not over. So that'll get you some bags. And now you can go back and do your old dungeons anytime, but you can't do scenarios, the old scenarios. Right, which is why I suggest to turn off the XP. Ah. If there's something you're interested in. If not, you know, then leave it on. Get some uh, leveling done. Right, because once you hit 91, you can no longer do those scenarios. Yeah. So that's a good reason to turn off XP to when you go back and getting, you know, yourself set up for your, your run to 100, if you will. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, I actually still haven't used my boost. Really? Really. <laughs> wow. That, that shocked me, actually, right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you bought, like, what, five? No. Two. Three, two. Two. Oh, okay. My bad. Two. Just two. Yeah. Um, And I, I hadn't really thought about if I ever were to boost, but I go in and get set up, you know, get some extra supplies and bag spaces before uh, starting Doorlords, but... It's a really good idea, some stuff to think about. Big bags are hard to find. <laughs> are they? They are. Okay. They're expensive. Yes, they are. Um, so finding places where you can get them free or very easily, that's very, very helpful. Um, so thank you very much, uh, Good Fire Punk. So he and I actually um, had another conversation that kind of spurred on our topic for today. Cool. So we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. Coming up next in general chat. All the things for all the alts. One of the most compelling reasons that so many people stay subscribed to WoW is that there's so much to do. Even if you avoid PvP or don't want to be tied down to raiding, if you find yourself with a free day and feel like there's nothing to do on your main tune, you can always go to the character selection screen and start a new character getting the chance to play a new class, race, faction, or all three. Because of this, it could be argued that alts are the lifeblood of WoW. It deepens each player's commitment to the game and gives them more to lose if they were to unsubscribe. Game development must strike a delicate balance when making things easier for a second character to achieve than it was for the first. On the one hand, if a player is contemplating making a new character but immediately dismisses the idea because they are so overwhelmed at all that now has to be done, then alts lose their appeal and players are more likely to stop and play a different game. On the other hand, if it's too easy to get everything a player needs simply because it's the third or fourth time they've done it, then there becomes a huge rift in balance between new players and veterans. This balance is the reason why changes are slow to be made. Now, so far, we've seen changes made such as account-wide mounts. That was one of the first one, And account-wide pets. Account-wide toy box. Account-wide achievements. Although, even then, there's some achievements that are, some are not. Some that are progress counts account-wide, some that progress doesn't. They've added heirloom items which are account-bound gear that makes low-level stuff very easy to kill and gives extra experience. And finally, in Warlords, they added account-bound items that gave a reputation boost, including current content. Now, remember in Mist of Pandaria, they came out with, you know, the stuff that dropped from the Warbringers and stuff. But typically, by the time you got it, you know, to increase your reputation for Golden Lotus, nobody really needed it anymore. 
or you didn't have a good reason for your alt to get reputation with the Golden Lotus if you've already gotten them out. Yeah, there's no need anymore. But as of now, you can get all these high mall relics and stuff that you can turn into the Steamweedle Preservation Society or to the Ericoa to get reputation for them. It doesn't matter what character it drops off of. You can mail it to any tune and have them get the reputation. But we feel there's a little more that can be done because there are a ton of possible features that could be added to make alt lives a little easier without giving them an unfair advantage. Something that is my pet peeve is unlocked maps. Making Dunmoreau, for example, seem more mysterious by keeping it shrouded, it just doesn't have the same effect if you're on your fifth dwarf character. No, it doesn't. You already know where everything is. All the hiding of the map does is just make it a little bit more annoying for you. In my opinion, once we fully explore the zone, just let it be visible in all tunes. Or, you know, make the undiscovered effect on the map be transparent so we can see where this character has been and not been, but also be able to see the whole map. You see what I'm saying? I do. Um, I'm I'm fighting desire to tell you that there's an add-on that does that. Well, I'm, I'm sure but there is. <laughs> in-game, yes. Once you've done it on a, on a character, it should be... Yes. You don't need to do that. That effect is gone. The, the mystery is... There's no mystery anymore. No, you're no, you're no longer a new player, you know, needing to slowly explore this huge world. You know where everything is. You can just help me find it faster. That's like buying a pack of bubble gum and be like, I wonder what the next piece tastes like. Oh, it tastes <laughs> just the same as the first. I wonder what the third piece tastes like. Oh, it tastes, you know, after a while yeah. you're like, it's just bubble gum. You know, when we started doing this bet, for the longest time, I had trouble finding the Vortex Pinnacle. Oh, because it was shrouded? Because it was shrouded, even though I've been there before tons of time, you know, back during Cataclysm days. And as I mentioned, uh, the discussion that I had with Gerfirepunks is what started the topic for this episode, and he mentioned profession recipes. Not saying that professions should be account-wide, which would make trading useless. You know, if everyone can be all the professions all at once. Right. But if you've learned a rare alchemy recipe, then any tune who has skilled up alchemy to that appropriate level should be able to craft that rare recipe. I agree to that because there is no real benefit except, I don't know, I struggle now. Now that I thought it through, I struggle a little bit. Okay. Because account-wide versus server-wide. Server-wide, I don't have a problem with it. All right. If it's a rare recipe... And you're doing something account-wide, then that, you know, it kind of takes away the rareness, a little bit of it. You know, if you if you find that on server A, and now it's account-wide, and your tune on server B, who is an, also an alchemist, now knows that, that takes away a little bit from the rareness of that recipe. It does a little bit, but it's it's still just the knowledge of how to make it. You know, you're not, there's no materials that's being shared across realm. No, there's no materials being shared, however... Once you have that rare recipe, whatever you're making could sell for you know a high amount of gold. That's true. That's where I run into the problem. I think the caveat that I would agree on is if my character can mail the end result to another character, that that is a level that the recipe should be shared on. 
So if, if my main can mail, like my alchemist, let's say I have an alchemist, and, and if my alchemist can mail my other tune, who's another alchemist, if I can mail him the the result of that recipe, like a potion, okay, then I then yeah, that should be shared. If I cannot mail that alchemist the result of that potion, then it should not be shared. So be it cross faction or cross server or whatever the mail the limitations of the mailing system is, because it has the same effect on the economy in a way. Yeah. That's that is that's where my that's where I kind of draw the limit there. I I understand what you're saying. It's just uh, I guess in my what I'm thinking of is like uh, lower level stuff. All of the kind of rare recipes are soul bound. So if you're running something that doesn't have that profession, you know it's worthless. Can't do anything with it. Oh, I'm of the opinion that once a new expansion comes out, that you should automatically know all the recipes from the previous expansion. Well, that's a whole nother. Yeah, just go visit a trainer and go, bling, you know everything. <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of older stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about secondary professions like fishing or first aid or cooking or archaeology? Um, they're not limited as how many you can pick up, and there's no real point in putting the character limitation on it. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, especially what you're going through right now with your hundred million gazillion fishes you need to right. fish up, giant fishes or whatever, they're enormous. When going through that, yeah, that's a big deal. I wouldn't want to do that on more than, I don't want to do it on one, let alone two yeah. or more. I mean, they're almost kind of forcing some of the professions on you now, considering that you know, they put the fishing shack in everybody's garrison, regardless of whether or not that tune fishes. Same with the pet menagerie. Yeah. Hate that thing. I know. You know, the archaeology fragments drop from your mine carts, no matter if you're doing archaeology or not. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They just kind of disappear if you don't have archaeology. Oh, okay. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, archaeology would be difficult to merge different characters since you're, like, solving a puzzle. But I've always thought that was more of a knowledge-based thing and shouldn't have to be. Yeah, I kind of think that yeah. should be account wide. Like, yeah. it's it's got almost the same interface as like heirlooms and stuff does already. So yeah. you know, it's a journal. Yeah, it's a very yeah. small step to make that account wide, in my opinion. What about gold? Gold to can we can we put a limitation on it? Sure. Per server, not yes. account wide. Could have some economic consequences if you make it account wide. Yeah, as as much as they have um, merged the auction houses, you know, it is yeah. still. It's easy enough for someone to do gold swapping still. Right. Uh, so I don't. it's not too far of a stretch to make the gold account wide. It's really not. You know, and what if you're at the auction house and you see something you really want, but it's 40000 and you have right. forty five, but they're spread out in different characters. It's a it, lot of time to mail it all back yeah. to one character. Not in by account wide, I mean server wide. I'm sticking with server wide on gold. Server wide. Okay. And that I mean cross faction on that too. Exactly. You know, so if if my you know my main's got you know two hundred fifty thousand gold and another my character's got sixty thousand gold and another one's got you know fifty thousand gold, you know I should be able to stockpile all that gold to get exactly what I want. More gold sinks would I think would happen in the game you did that. Well, on the same lines as the gold. What about the bank? Yeah, Warlords is blurring the line between bag and bank already. Considering the fact you can craft using items in your reagent bank and use the stuff in your reagent bank to put out work orders. You know, the whole idea of having a bank separate than your bag and having those being different functions is kind of going away. You know how they took out um, quest items being physical items that sit in your bag? Mm-hmm. 
And they're just kind of like, checkmarked, you got it. Right. Yeah. I think on a bank, I would go for a tab. Okay. That was account-wide shared. Yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, if I have, let's say, two tailors or two professions, you know, same profession on, on two different characters, there's a chance that on one of the characters, I was kind of maybe saving something up to craft something. You know, like, let's say it took, uh, you know, five of A, five of B, and six of C. And the other recipe that I had on my other tune took four of C, four of D, and four of E. So C is the commonality between the two. It's the common item. And so I look on one character, and I'm like, oh, I can go ahead and craft that. And I craft a thing, and now I'm like... <gasps> Oh man, I just now I prevented my other tailor from crafting an item that I really wanted to craft. So you worried about cross con, cross pollination okay, okay. of my so items, saying, right? So you don't want the stuff to be shared unless you say it can be shared. Exactly. So give me a tab. Oh. I'll share it in that tab, and mm-hmm. like, oh, I have plenty of ore. I'll put the ore in the tab. That's plenty. We can all share the ore. We can all be happy. I don't know. I think that's an extra step. I'd rather I'd rather just have everything kind of pulled together. I think it adds a confusion. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. What's well, kind of like the reagent tab? Do you use the reagent tab? Of course. I forget about it all the time. How do you forget about it? I just forget about it. You open up your bank. You said, click here to deposit all your reagents. Yeah. And it's just there. I know. That's the part I forget about. I go to my bank and go, where's all my stuff? Yeah, but it's still there if you want to put put in work orders or craft stuff sure i know it but i forget about it i'm just well, saying i'm just saying i forget know about, about it. it that's the you problem you still use it i know but it's out of sight out of mind i know it automatically grabs it when you know yeah. but still so is that a good thing or a bad thing i think it's a bad thing because i like to micromanage that oh <laughs> so, yeah it's part of the game for me you know if i can't see it then it bothers me what if you had an add on that told you how many of something you had in your bags your banks and on your alts there probably is an ad on the does that already. Would that make it better? It would. Okay. If we'll talk I, about it later. Then. Okay. What about your garrison followers? Ooh. That's intriguing. That might kind of be on the borderline of giving um, the newer tunes an unfair advantage. Yeah. Okay. See, we're saying there because yeah. the item level would go across, right? Item level have to go across. Just, just the like, tune? Yeah, just the just the follower itself. In that case, because, I don't think it's much of an advantage. Well, some of them have like special abilities that are only found on certain followers. Oh, yeah. But that being said, you know, you are limited as to how many are active at once. So even if you did have access to like thirty or forty different followers that your um all your tunes across the count had. You can only use 20 of them at a time. Or if there's a restriction on it, like you don't get access to those characters until you're level 100, then we merge them all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, capping it. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just making them available to purchase. Like, you know how now in 6.1 they added the ability to purchase the contracts for um, any of the followers you didn't get a chance to get? Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. I haven't really found it necessary. But if they did that where the stuff was unlocked for you, you just had to purchase it instead of going out and getting it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's another alternative. And finally, what about the Garrison Jukebox music rolls? Yeah. It's basically a cosmetic effect. But for your ears. <laughs> right? 
But nobody hears that but you, right? Yeah, you might hear if you're in someone else's garrison. But a lot of people don't even play their sound on. That's what I've learned. They don't play the sound. Or we covered an ad on a couple episodes ago that was the, the WoW music player. Right. Which is basically the jukebox on steroids. You just don't have to go through the jukebox for everybody. Yeah, well, you don't have to go through the, the rigmarole of going and getting the role, and yeah. doing, you know, you have all the music; it's right there. Yeah. So to me, I did the quest for the jukebox, but it's not been a big draw for me. Nah, not me either. So I thought it might be a little more, but then when I found, you know, the wild music player, I'm like, yeah, got them all. Plus, like some music that is really rare and that I don't know, maybe conjures up some nostalgia for you once you're hearing that. Non-stop for an hour, it kind of grates on you. Yeah. 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 Well, that's how it was with the wild music player. I mean, I played a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah. It's cool. And yeah. I, you know, I load. I actually don't have it loaded right now, but I'll load it up on like a Saturday or something. Like, ah, I want to hear some torn torn chieftains. I'll go listen to yeah. them for a while instead of going to find them in concert. Because I can never find them at the right time. I get there like, oh, they'll be back in an hour. I'm like, I don't have an hour. Yeah. Hear them now. They're elusive. Yeah. Of course, I could just go to YouTube and <laughs> listen <laughs> there to you them come. there. <laughs> so I guess what we're saying here, Freck, is anything that doesn't give a player an unfair advantage or constitute a pay-to-win atmosphere could possibly be considered for account-wide access. We asked you guys on Twitter what WoW feature you'd like to see made account-wide, and this is what some of you had to say. Firebat says, Tabards. Morrison says, Rep. Rep and Rep. Ringmaster Kevin says, Tabards and Rep if you want options. But Tabards! Mouse Divided says, It's been a hope that dungeon drops from old content would become BOA so we could solo them to gear alt. Turk8672 says, rep, rep, and oh yeah, rep. Arlene has said, the fishing shack, herb garden, and mine. Nugs for the win said, I'd be happy with the old X-Pack reputation, especially for people who have swapped mains. Gold would be awesome also. Brandon Matthews says, the word soulbound should be universally replaced with bind to account. Sierra the Dark Star comes in and says, Oh, Laude, transmog. Like having the model of anything you acquire be available to wear by other characters. Oh, yeah, in garrisons, too. Richter Scale says, Transmogs and gold. War Chief Vulgen says, Reputations would be nice. Can't think of anything else useful. Spanky Hunter says, Reputations, gold, crafting from any tune's bank. Rep is the biggest one. Those grinds are a killer. Lita chimes in and says, My silly dream ideas are garrisons, bank tab, and gold. And the Joe Show says, Instant adventures like in Rift. WoW has not implemented it very well. Those are some really good suggestions from everybody. Absolutely. I think a lot of people want that rep. A lot, yeah. I think two of those people said almost the exact same thing, unwittingly. Yeah. Rep, rep, and rep. Rep, and, and rep. rep. <laughs> and gold, but I, rep. Yeah. Tabbers were also there. That's a good one. Yeah. I do love the team Augment idea. I think we've talked about that to some extent. Yeah, a we bit. did. We talked about like having a closet. Wardrobe, yeah. something like that. But yeah, fantastic idea. Can't say it enough. And Tabbers. Tabbers. Yeah, I want Tabbers. I want Tabbers to be in their own thing because I'm sick of having Tabbers in my bank. I don't know. Like Tabbers have never been my thing, though. 
Really? No. I they, collected them for a while. They they hang weird and they cover up your chest piece. Like they they ruin whatever silhouette you have going on in your outfit. Oh. I like to represent. I got my guild tabard on. Yeah, but then you got like cloth dangling between your legs. Really? Does it go down that far? Yeah. Oh. It does on the on the goblin and a gnome. Yeah. Yeah. I, said I just don't it's look like that. down to my knees. Ah. I guess I don't pay that much attention to my character. I just like seeing my little guild symbol. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Representing. Word. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I never thought I'd be dangling, though. It's kind of weird. Thank you all for contributing to the show tonight. Hey, Blizz. Here's an idea so, for you. So, Frank, your topic got me thinking a little bit. And I had a little bit of an idea here about our garrisons. And this is kind of something that uh, it has been bothering me for a while. And I kind of thought about it. And then your idea kind of sparked another level of my idea. Okay. I have always thought that our alts, who are on our same server, should be in our garrisons. Interesting. So same faction, same server should be yeah. in your garrison. So, for instance, I've got root, fruit, shoot. Boot, hoot, I don't know how many. Loot. <laughs> Loot. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but they should be in my garrison. If I go to Root's garrison, I should see fruit there and Root, you know, every, every all my other same faction, same server characters should be in everybody else's garrison. That's step one of the idea. And then you got me thinking about the rest of it. If my characters have professions... I should be able to have them craft stuff for me in my garrisons. So, for example. All right. For example, fruit is a tailor because, yeah. Of course. Of course. Right? <laughs> so, if I'm logged on to Root and I go to Root's garrison and fruit is hanging out there, I should be able to go over to fruit and say, yo, fruit, stitch me up a bag. Provided I have the materials and everything, fruit should be able to do that for me. I should have access to all of fruit's professions. Here's why. There is no difference in me logging into fruit, creating that bag, mailing it to root, except time. Now that I'm at my garrison, there's fruit. I go, hey, make me a bag. Here's the stuff. Boom, you make a bag. Now, combine that with your idea, having the bank account wide, now, anything in Fruit's Bank is also in Root's Bank, and I can go right up to Fruit when he's in Root's garrison and have Fruit make a, a satchel for Root. Crystal clear, right? Of course. <laughs> okay, so... So your alt has a profession, like uh, your mage, Fruit. My mage, yes, Fruit. Tailoring. She's got tailoring. So are you saying you need to have the tailoring building as well in the garrison for this no. to work? I wrestled with that idea, and I think the answer to that is no. Okay. So, in that case, are your alts just kind of there in your garrison like the non-follower followers? Yeah, just atmospheric, walking around. Just environmental. Walk around. Yeah. You walk up to them. They have an interface kind of like how when you walk up to the people who are inside your garrison working. Inside the garrison buildings. How you can walk in and be like, oh, make me this thing. Right. right? Okay. Do you have the jewel crafters? 
No. Okay, in the Jewel Crafter thing, there's you have a Jewel Crafter daily. This dude says, hey, I need you to make me some haste talodites. You turn around to the Jewel Crafter who's working in there. You go, make me some haste talodites. Right, so you get the right. Jewel Crafting interface. You type in haste. You say, I want two of those. They make you two of those. You go complete the daily. Okay. That same aspect should be applied to the Alton who are walking around uh, the garrison. Okay. Now, if you want to get, you know, you don't want to walk around because, man, I got to go find root. Where's root? He's like, everywhere I want him because, you know, you can never find fruit when you need fruit, right? Of course. Exactly. So if you don't want to go find a fruit when you need a fruit, you have fruit hanging out in the corner because that's where fruits hang out. Yeah. Just go into the corner. There's fruit hanging in the corner because you know where he's going to be. Oh, and you can just access all the professions. Yeah, maybe hang out, not not in the inn, but maybe in the, the main town hall. Uh-huh. Not now, all the professions, just the professions that they have, and only what they oh, have available. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Can they make stuff that makes soul-bound items? Yes, because you'd be picking it up. Yeah, but that's giving you a different advantage. Okay, then no. Okay. Only stuff that you'd be able to mail to the other person. Only stuff that's by non-equipped. Yeah. Like Interesting. Like a bag. Yeah. Or a piece of gear or whatever. There's no, there's zero difference in, in me making it on my main or whatever, all to whatever it is I'm mailing it to another character. There's no difference. I wonder if that messed up people who role play. What if they have two characters that would never talk to each other? <laughs> well, then they just can't talk, can they? They would just shun them. I guess so. I don't talk. I don't talk to fruit. What if you have a druid in their garrison like the hunter's hanging out and the druid would never talk to the hunter because the hunter killed sure, animals? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, you can't have that. But, the, yeah, the druid needs to be kicking the hunter out. That's what I'm saying. You just growl at him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Solves everything. <laughs> yeah, just passively aggressive growl at them. <laughs> and that's what hunters do, right? Of course. Or druids, rather. It's the druids, yeah. Yeah, because hunters just feign death. Pretty much. That would be that would be great. And if you're a goblin, you like act out a scene from Shakespeare as you're <laughs> falling down. <laughs> what'd be great is if, like if you had a druid and there, there was like some kind of craziness in there. So if a druid actually saw the hunter, yeah, the hunter would just feign death. <laughs> but only if the druid was like in you know kitty form or bear form. Of course, you know, yeah. of course. That would be funny. That would be funny. Just an idea because there really isn't a difference in me crafting and mailing it to myself than there is me having a alt walking around my gears. Yeah, interesting. Plus, it gives them something to do, right? Gives them something to do, saves time, and encourages use of your alts across the board. Yeah, because that would make yeah. me really even more so want to level my alts professions. Right. Yeah, because like, oh, I can get that in my gears and all that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, hey, Blizz, there you go. Uh, make my alts a little more accessible in my garrison. And hey, everybody, as you're doing your online shopping, you buy some stuff from Amazon. If you could do us a little favor and just go over to hearthcast.com slash Amazon before you shop, and that will send us a little kickback at no cost to you. Frank, you know what would be kind of cool about right now? What would be kind of cool about right now? How about a round of, oh, I don't know, Hearthcast AOE? That would be ice cold. <laughs> ice cold? It's cooler than being cool. It is cooler than being cool. Which is pretty cool because we have none other than Cuddles from Area Peak from the Convert to Raid Guild. Cuddles, how are you doing tonight? I am doing wonderful tonight. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Big question for you tonight, Cuddles, when we play this round of AOE, the most important question that you will answer all night. Who will you be challenging, either Freckleface or myself? I'm going to go for you, Root. Oh, Ooh. man. People just lining up for the guaranteed win here. 
<laughs> now, remember, if you do win this round of AOE, we're going to uh, be giving you a six-month supply of Loot Crate. And just for showing up and playing the game, you're automatically going to get a year's worth of Curse Premium. Woo so you got Curse Premium in the bag. And if you are uh, lucky enough to defeat me, which we know is, you know, epically difficult, then you'll be uh, awarded that six-month Loot Crate thing. So... As I see myself out of our soundproof studio here, uh, have a listen to this. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE, the game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Okay, Cuddles, are you ready? I am ready. All right. All these questions are going to be about the garrison. So I am starting the timer now. Question one. At level one, how many plots are available? Three. Question two. What level can you upgrade your garrison to level two? 95. Question three. How many large buildings are there to choose from? Six. Question four. If you have a level two menagerie, how many of your battle pets will hang out in your garrison? 10. And question five. Having a level three stable building will increase your mount speed by what percentage? 20. And time. Okay, let me go grab Root one moment. Hello, how'd you do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> That's a no bueno. Okay, Ruth. Hello, Freckleface. Uh, are you ready? Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Now, these questions are all going to be about your garrison. <laughs> really? And the time starts now. Question one. At garrison level one, how many plots are available? Three. Question two. What level can you upgrade your garrison to level two? 97. Question three. How many large buildings are there to choose from? Six. Question four. If you have a level two menagerie, how many Ten. of your battle pets... Okay. Question five. Having a level three stables will increase your mountain speed by what percentage? Total or the amount from the percent you currently have? Increased by what percentage? Uh, 75%. And time. Are we ready to hear the results for this round of AOE? Yeah, sure. Cuddles, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, question one. At level one, how many plots are available? Cuddles said three. Root said three. The correct answer is two. Oh, man. That's what I was going to go with. One large plot, one small plot. They both get one point. Question two, at what level can you upgrade your garrison to level two? Cuddles said 95. Root said 97. 
The correct answer is 92. Oh. The cuddles oh. is closer. Really? It's 92? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I got a level two garrison. I should have known yeah. that. Yeah. So two points for cuddles. Question three. How many large buildings are there to choose from? Cuddles said six. <laughs> Root also said six. The correct answer is five. Wow. But you both get a point there each. Question four. If you have a level two menagerie, how many of your battle pets will hang out in your garrison? Cuddles said ten. Root rudely interrupted me to answer <laughs> ten. But you're both correct. The answer is ten, so two points each. And lastly, having a level three stables will increase your mount speed by what percentage? Cuddles said 20. Root said 75. The correct answer is 20. Oh! That leaves Cuddles a 10 point. You on Hardcast AOE. All my questions were on the garrison as well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I had that one with a 10%. Oh, <laughs> so I knew that one. <laughs> Which means I need to strike that from my yeah, garrison card. That was the only one we had in common, though. Cuddles, congratulations there, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was well played and well won. And uh, we will be sending you your codes for Loot Crate and Curse. Grad to notes. Uh, you will love uh, Loot Crate if you don't have it already. But if... Uh, even if you do, you'll you'll love it even more because you get six months free of it. So that's cool. I, I cannot wait. I've actually had Loot Crate for over a year. I'm a huge, huge fan. Awesome. And of Curse, of course. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What, uh, what What's your main? What do you play over there on uh, Area Peak? Um, I main a Brewmaster Monk. Um, I do, um, my off spec is Mistweaver. I do a little bit of healing. But I raid with the Rubber Chicken Coalition. Nice. On Tuesday nights, we are 8 of 10 normal, and I raid with Poor Judgment, who is a normal team progressing into um, heroic content on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, we raid at 7 a.m. Eastern, so it's a, it's a really fun time to raid. No, I'm, I'm digging that. That would be my time to raid. That's morning hours. Oh, no. I'm dead. Oh, we're having a blast. We're <laughs> 4 of 10 heroic now, so oh, we're, awesome. we're getting through. Busy schedule. Yeah, I was going to guess panda. I don't think you're allowed to name a character that's not a panda, somebody named Cuddles. Unless it's well, an undead. I, I actually started playing in December Ironically. of last year. Okay. And I was like, okay, there's this big, ferocious panda-looking dude. I got to name him Cuddles. Yeah. Do people come up and hug you? Occasionally. Yeah. It's totally happen. welcome. Well, she was referring to in the game, though. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> also in the game. <laughs> Well, hey, man, you are not too far from us. Maybe one day you can get over here uh, Well, we have one of our Orlando WoW meetups so we can meet in person. I am definitely looking forward to that. Um, your last meetup, I believe you guys had one last week, the uh, the Worgen's Howl. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, was, I was at a wedding in Tennessee, of course. Um, but I will definitely be at the next um, at the next meetup. I'm definitely awesome. looking forward to meet, meeting more members of the community, and especially you guys. I love the show. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah that uh, the Hall of the Moon thing was my uh, was my birthday celebration. So. Oh, happy belated yeah. birthday! Thank you. It's actually uh, right now today, so we're just well, celebrating happy on time it. Birthday, then. <laughs> <laughs> we're just celebrating it that night, so it's probably good just that your first meetup. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I have a whole weekend birthday oh, thing okay. going on. I don't not 
at my age, you celebrate as much as you can, <laughs> and it's often. <laughs> Just like voting, you know, vote early, vote often, you know. <laughs> All right, well, Cuddles, congratulations again for uh, a well-played game. All questions about the garrison. So that was a good job. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I definitely appreciate it, and I had a lot of fun. Us too. Big thank you to everyone on Twitter today who wished me a happy birthday. That is everybody except Jagger. I don't know what the heck you're doing sending me that crazy clown picture. You don't know the context? You don't know why the clown is so scary? Both. Oh, the context was you tweeted me, oh, we're actually recording tonight. And I said, yeah, I already hired the clown to stop by. Oh. And apparently that was Jager's interpretation of the clown. That clown was crazy. That was the creepiest clown I've ever it's seen. It's like, you know, have a good night or good night or sleep well, whatever the, the, the text was <laughs> on it. I'm like, ah. If everyone here stay awake. Right? I'll look at the clown I mean, I pass it around the office. There were two pictures that freaked everybody out of the office today. Uh-oh. One was the clown picture, and the other was the picture from my knee journey because I should. Oh, that. you so you told more people that picture. I told more people that picture. <laughs> Showed more people that picture. <laughs> yeah, I regret saying that. You asked. No, I didn't ask. Oh, I okayed it. <laughs> and also, what I found out is that 2020 site has the same birthday as me. Awesome! Happy birthday! But probably uh, she's a lot younger. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. And that's twenty the word and twenty the number site. You follow her on Twitter. Uh-huh. Same birthday. Awesome. May birthdays are awesome. Wanna thank your firepunk for the topic suggestion and want to thank Cuddles for playing AOE today. And beating me and winning a six month supply of loot crate and a whole year's worth of curse premium. That's yeah. you know great job on that. That was a good game though. That was a great game. Yeah, kinda close. Not the worst I've ever been beaten. It's kinda crazy we had the same question. Because my topic tonight was Garrison's as well. Oh. Yeah, we had the same question. <laughs> so I was able to cut you off, as you said, so rudely interrupted you. Did rudely interrupt me. I knew the answer. Time. Time. time I was going time. on time. <laughs> I had to make a new rule just for you, though. I have to at least wait until the question is done being asked. <sighs> no, because I could have been wrong, but I wasn't. But it could have been wrong. So you think you should be able to take that risk on yourself? Yeah, they do that in Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah, they start asking questions. Guy chimes in and he goes, okay, answer. And he's like 14. And he goes, and, and what was his name? They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So thank you to both of those. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. Visit our website, HearthCast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. <gasps> I love the 20s.